Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, and welcome to the 24th episode of the Pot Up Podcast. I am Matthew Passy. PodUp is focused on talking to podcasters, potential podcasters, and folks who create services or technology or anything else that support the podcasting community. This week, we have a new friend of the PodUp podcast. His name is Scott Doucette. He is host of the Edge Education podcast on iTunes. It's a show aimed at helping folks live a motivated, adventurous, and passionate life through entrepreneurship and taking chances. He's a youth speaker, and so there's often a focus on millennials with this show. And you can find more at edgemotivation.com and follow him on Twitter at edgemotivation. Now, the reason we're so excited to talk to Scott is because his show has just jumped from digital to broadcast. Yes, that is right. He is taking his podcast and getting it on the radio. It's a great story about how he made this connection just by being friendly and passionate about his work. And so we talk about that and, you know, there's a lot of things you can learn from him, but then he just, you know, his line of work, what he does, he's just a very inspirational guy. So you're definitely going to enjoy Scott Doucette here on the Pot Up Podcast. Now, before we get to Scott, just a little bit of news that we saw out there that we thought would be exciting to bring to you. And that is that Serial, yes, the podcast of podcasts, the name that has put podcasting back on the map, is having a- another big chapter. It looks like there are some television folks who want to create a TV series about the creation of Serial. So you have guys who worked on the Lego movie. I guess this is Christopher Miller, Phil Lord, uh, and some folks at Fox 21 Television who have basically bought the rights to to film Serial and create a TV series about the making of the series. Now, they're they're not actually going to go through, you know, their murder mystery and, you know, whatever the story is, but it's really about what goes into creating this kind of, uh, you know, journalistic venture. So big, big news for Serial. Now, that this is going to be some... Here's the thing. It's exciting enough that somebody wants to make it, but if they can actually get this done and put it on television and put this out after the podcast, it's just going to be another huge attention grab for the podcasting industry and show folks what we do, how we get it done. I mean, you know, not all of us are out there doing investigative journalism, but still it's it's an exciting thing when when somebody wants to show off your industry. So I think this is going to be great news for podcasting it's great news for serial we can't wait for the second season to come up um, and we can't wait to see more news on when they are going to be on television with their making of story basically so good news for podcasting uh we'll we'll you know stay up to date on that as the headlines unfold all right news aside made it kind of quick today but that's cool we've got a great episode a great interview here with scott Doucette of the edge education podcast enjoy Very happy to be welcoming a new friend of the Pot Up Podcast here. He is Scott Doucette. He is a youth speaker and a podcaster hailing from New Brunswick, Canada. Scott is the host of the 
Education Podcast. That's the word edge and then a dash education. If you're looking it up on iTunes, make sure you separate that and spell it correctly so you can find them. You can also just go to the site edgemotivation.com and he is also on Twitter at edgemotivation. So Scott, first off, thank you for joining us. But just to start off, tell us a little bit about the the show that you do on iTunes with your co-host Josh McKenzie. What's this all about? Sure. Uh, It started off actually on the school stage. Um, we were talking to a lot of, of youth, well, myself anyway, and I'd get on stage and, you know, you'd ask the, the youth, what do they want to be when they grow up? And you would get such a, a wide variety of answers, but they weren't, um, either a, they didn't seem like they would monetize or pick up traction or B, they were all very traditional sculpted answers. Like I want to be a lawyer. I want to be a doctor, marine biologist, et cetera, et cetera. Or it was like, I want to be a downhill biker. <laughs> and so, you know, it, it inspired me to kind of search for different career paths and different choices that I could provide um, the youth, you know, start talking to entrepreneurs, authors, bloggers, podcasters. And because and, these are things that can be monetized and can be grown around just about any interest, any, any area of expertise. And I figured that if anyone wanted to pursue a passion, perhaps these would be the ways to, to do it, you know? And so that's where the idea for the podcast came about. I got approached by a gentleman named Mark Mawinney. He asked if I wanted to start a podcast. And so we took our school speech and jumped it onto a digital platform such as podcasting. And now it's, it's been growing very quickly. How do you enjoy doing the podcast? Like what's been your feelings about the whole digital audio experience and world? I have a background in audio. Uh, I played in a band for six years and we recorded and, you know, in studio and we did a lot of our own recording. So the, the audio side of it didn't scare me at all. What frightened me at first and continues to because it's a big world is the, the digital marketing and promoting side of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was that was a big it seemed like a big elephant to to try to tackle. But again, a piece at a time where we're muscling through it. I enjoy it a lot but just because of the fact that, you know, you get to have a global voice. You know, um, I live in a small town. I have a small town mentality. Anyone could talking to me for 15 minutes. They could be like, oh, yeah, he's, he's from a small town on the East Coast for sure. And um, it, it's just funny because you go out to places where people are, are tackling big projects and they have such a, a huge mind frame. Whereas here in a small town where we're taught to think kind of on, on the small scale. So when when I launched my podcast and all of a sudden I'm getting listeners in like Nigeria and Romania and, you know, Korea and places like that, it was just it was overwhelming. It was fantastic. So the global reach is definitely one of the things I love. The connections are the other, because let's face it, you can jump on Facebook, find any any hundred people who are doing something really cool, shoot them a message saying, hey, I'd love to have you on the show. And 99% of the time, the answer is, yeah, give me a time. Well, and that's that's exactly how we met. We're you know we're part of the same Facebook group, which has been getting a lot of love on Pod Up Podcast. It's the podcast exchange by Thriving Launch and Loving Last Connection with uh, Luis Congdon, who uh, uh, you've talked about, I believe you've had on your show, and I've had and talked about on this show many a times. But it's funny that it's like you said. There's a lot of Facebook groups you can join in, and people are very passionate. But it just seems like, like you said, I, I haven't met a mean podcaster yet. I, I haven't met a selfish one. I haven't either. And you know, at first, well, Josh is kind of mean, uh, <laughs> you know, but that's why he's, that's why he's not in any of the groups. 
No, I'm kidding. Uh, he's actually a great guy. It's just that, you know, I think people set their egos aside when they're in these types of situations. It's not like music, where in music, I think I met almost every band I met felt like we owed them something. Mm-hmm. Um, podcasting, everyone's kind of approaching it from a, what can I do to help push you forward? Or what can I do to help pull you up? You know, there's always some sort of momentum being offered. And I really love that about this community. And so what really caught my attention about you is that you posted something saying that, uh, I'll let you tell the story, but basically the crux of it is you have this exchange and now you're actually going to be hosting the show on a local radio station. So tell, tell us about like how you got to that point. And then I want to ask you some other questions about, you know, what you think that's going to do for the show. Absolutely. Um, what ended up happening was that, uh, I, when I first wanted to start podcasting, I was being told that I was crazy, you know, by pretty much everyone I knew. They're like, what do you do? And that's go get a trade, go do something. Here's a job offer, blah, blah, blah. And I didn't want to do any of that stuff because I had this passion, you know. And, and so here I was just starting to build this thing up. And I went to this restaurant very recently where I had taken a little bit of flack for what I wanted to do. They thought it was a cool idea, but they didn't see it going anywhere. And so I went into the restaurant and sat down and the owners who are like a second family to me, you know, I've been going there since I was 14 years old. I love the spot. They helped keep me in school, like a very healthy relationship. Mm -hmm. And um, they asked how the podcast was doing. So I told them and there was a gentleman sitting in the restaurant who overheard the whole thing. And, you know, so I'm sitting down eating my omelet and I go to, you know, just telling them a little bit about the kind of guests we've brought on and the people who have been tuning in, people who have been writing in telling us, you know, this episode helped them bridge their their writing writer's block or, you know, et cetera, et cetera. I'm sure you're used to used to this kind of thing. You know how it goes. Um, The gentleman who overheard the whole thing, though, was uh, had connections to the local community radio station. And it's got a quite a big following, actually, more so than the popular media station. Wow. Yeah. And so he approached me while I was on my way out the door and he actually said, hey, um, why don't you get in touch on Monday with the guy who runs the local radio station, you know, Phantom FM? And I was like, OK, I'll, I'll definitely do that. So I, I did shoot a message off just via Facebook, you know, nothing formal saying I was told to get in contact with you by, you know, so and so would you be interested? And they immediately got back to me asking for a demo. So I sent them two shows, um, one of which was Ollie Richards. He's a a language specialist. And the reason why I wanted him is because we live in a very bilingual community. It's like 60% French, 40% English. So I sent them that because it hits close to home. And we talked about cultural barriers and language barriers and all that stuff within the episode. But then I sent them a second um, demo of a Bathurst native. He's a professional animator now, and he works in studios on major cartoons. And so I figured that would kind of help generate a little small town buzz for us. And they loved it. They asked to pick up 13 episodes. And then I said, we've got 26. They said, send them all. <laughs> so, <laughs> <That's> a, <laughs> we only want 13. Have twice as many. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I love yeah, that. Yeah. I, was just, I was just like, we've got 26. They were like, you know what? The more the better. That's a full year's worth of, of content for us. Send it all and we'll give you you know, a time slot. And uh, I think, you know, it's, it's not the greatest time slot in the world. We're looking at an evening weekend time slot, but our audience are younger. Like the people we're aiming at are a younger crowd. So they're not going to be in bed by 8 p.m. They're going to be up listening to the radio late. So I, uh, I really appreciate the opportunity to get the chance to toss this up on the radio in my town. Well, and, and this really spoke to me because the, the Daily Show that I work on, the Hillary Barsky Show, literally at the same time I saw your Facebook post, 
um, the radio station that I, I put some hours in also said, hey, you know, we're, we need some good content, and they're willing to put us on the air as well. And, you know, the station doesn't have a huge following. I'm not even sure if it's necessarily going to be the audience is going to, uh, you know, be an appeal to us. But I feel like more than what you're going to get from the station is what the credibility that being on the station gives you, you know, now you get to put their logo on your website and say, also heard on. And for other people who are thinking about it, like, I think that gives you a lot of credibility and it gives you a, a lot of cachet and, and will probably help you build more listeners to the, the digital product, which is something you could probably track, you know, more closely anyway. It's true. And the one thing that I feel is important is, you know, I was talking to a gentleman earlier about this. I'm a small town guy. I love my town and anything that I can, anything I do or learn out there in in the digital world, I'm always trying to think, how do I bring this home? You know, how do I do something like this home? So, you know, I'd love to set up like a a home-based podcast um, program for for the youth or um, do some live podcasting you know, in and around the the Maritimes and stuff like that, either in the schools or what have you. And what I think helps with the the whole credibility thing, it lends to the credibility thing, is that if I go to start a youth podcasting program, it's not going to be alien to people. They're going to have heard it on the radio right here in their hometown. Absolutely. And and it sounds like what you're doing is is absolutely phenomenal. I love your passion. I love the fact that you know, it's coming from a place of giving. And that just seems to be, it, it seems to be the universal theme that I'm getting from everybody I talked to on Pot Up is that podcasters want to give. Yes, it would be good if they could receive a little bit. It would be good if we can get paid for our efforts and actually turn this into a career. But first and foremost, everybody seems to want to be giving. And that seems to be leading them to a lot of success. Well, what I've noticed is that the, the whole giving side of it immediately creates opportunities. You know, if you're not looking at it from a potential standpoint of what can I get out of this I mean it's great when you do approach it if you can create win-win situations but it doesn't always have to be financial gain Um, by getting on the radio that's just win-win right away by teaching the youth how to podcast that's win-win right out the gate you know but on the other side of it too and just podcasting alone giving away all kinds of free content and all kinds of, of free resources and not expecting a dime for it that helps, I feel, counterbalance whenever I do put on a show or want you know, financial compensation for something. I've already given away all this free stuff, and I feel amazing about it. So when it comes time to charge, I'm not thinking, oh, should I be, should I be charging this much? Should I? No, no I, you know, I, it's one of those things that it, it helps counterbalance everything. And we've, uh, I'm not scared to admit that we were getting paid for our podcast three weeks in. Wow, you know? that's awesome. Yeah. We, we nabbed some local sponsors three weeks in and we've been we've had sponsorship ever since. And, you know, quite frankly, we're we're actually looking on the lookout for more sponsors all the time. You know, it's a chance to be to be heard again on a global scale. And, oh man, it's a beautiful, beautiful spot to be. <laughs> so I, I got to ask you, too, because you, you really do have a very, you know, the content that you're delivering can really appeal to anybody. It really is about, you know non-traditional career paths and doing things like, you know, internet marketing, digital marketing, social media marketing, you know, things that people can do from their home. And so it appeals to everyone, but you do seem to have a very, very strong focus on the local community. Other than being on the radio station, you know, how do you find, you know, you're able to drive the local community to this digital platform that really, really does have more of a, a grander national, like, iTunes doesn't break anything out by local. So how do you find getting people to your product? You know, how does that work for you? Well, it's a lot of shaking hands out in the community and telling people about it. I do work a sales job part-time and people come in and it's just it just so happens to be a job around technology. 
So if people ask about, you know, phones or computers or what have you, I can usually say, like, I run a business and this is what I do. And I, I bring them to the page and I show them what I do. And so there's a lot of that. I've, I've gotten guests right over the, or I've gotten um, listeners from right over the counter at work, you know, and, and because I live in a small town, you can kind of get away with things like that. Uh, right. Getting out, getting out to the coffee shop, shaking hands, meeting people, community networking events, ball games, you know, anywhere. You just have to really get out there and not be afraid to talk about what you do. Not everyone will understand it, but the ones that do, they, they almost become avid listeners right away because it's, it's local and it's homegrown. That's some, that's great advice. Everybody listening, just, you know, I just want you to really think about that. If you have to bounce back 15 seconds, hear that again, you got to go out there and earn every listener and, and do it in a genuine way. Don't be afraid to talk about it. If you love what you're doing, if you're passionate about what you're doing, you'll probably come off as sincere and genuine and you'll earn a listener each time and each listener is important. Something else I want to ask you about, something I like that you guys do with your podcast is you have your sort of like your main episode, you know, you guys chat on a big topic and you bring in a guest, but then you also kind of do these like mini vignette episodes. Have you found that that's been helping you get extra attention or is there a reason why you decide to go with that model? Uh, it's going to sound silly why I went with it, but uh, I'll tell you the story. I recently uh, took on a business model. Uh, my coach is, is overloaded and he teaches coaches, you know, he helps coaches improve their coaching business, mm -hmm. but he also teaches po podcasting, how to podcast. And he's just been getting flooded. So he asked me to take over the podcasting side of it. And I was looking at my show and just kind of thinking like if I wanted to learn how to podcast, and I needed to recommend, or I, needed, I wanted a show to listen to, what would it need? And so I started looking at my show and just noticing what wasn't there. We didn't have any solo shows, really, to allude to. And we, didn't, we had mostly just guest interview shows. So I decided that we would need a few solo shows that were not co-hosted. We would need a few just the co-hosts chatting back and forth. And we'd keep our interview structure with the big, heavy topics. But then we would need mini episodes where people could just get to know Josh and I. And it actually helped us out threefold. One, it gave us another, another day um, to launch things. And of course, basic math. If you've got shows coming out twice a week, your subscribers are downloading twice as much. And so you, you're getting numbers more numbers. It's helping to pad your, you know, your, your release. If you're running a weekly show, I would definitely recommend doing a couple of mini episodes, you know, you've already, even crossed, if it's just, you've already convinced me. <laughs> yeah. Even, even just one in between, just the listeners alone is a beautiful thing. Another thing that it helped out with is that it gives me another example to show my clients. This is one way you can go about it. It's not essential, but it definitely has benefits. And then the third way it helped is that typically Josh and I get a guest on and we talk about that guest. That guest tells his story, his or her story. That guest shares their experiences, gives us their background and what they're good at, and gives us a ton of value to take home. The mini episodes was, were our chance to just say, hey, this is what Josh and I are all about. We've only got a few minutes to talk about it. That's all you really want to hear anyway, so let's chat. And we've covered everything from you know um, independence, having fun at work, the best dates we've ever been on. Um, we just talk and it, it's usually there, there's a lesson in there somewhere. And uh, it, it's been a lot of fun so far. I have no regrets about adding the mini episodes. 
That's awesome. We're speaking with Scott Doucette. He's a youth speaker, motivator, podcaster, blogger, and coach. Uh, he's doing a ton of great stuff. You want to check out his work is at edgemotivation.com. He's on Twitter at edgemotivation. And the podcast he's been referring to is the Edge Education Podcast. That's the word edge, like a cliff's edge, dash education podcast. That's how you're going to find it on iTunes or go to the site and there's a link there. So Scott, everybody who comes on pot up, I like to ask them just a couple of standard questions, get sort of a, a gut check of where people, you know, see themselves in the industry. So first of all, when it comes to podcasting, are there any changes or new technologies or just new things that you'd like to see that would be able to help you out and, and help your listeners out? Uh, truth be told, I'm still just kind of, I'm still, my eyes are still being open to everything that's available out there. Um, I wish that there was, I wish it was easier to, to rate and review on iTunes, to be honest with you, because it seems like that's the hardest part is getting people who aren't familiar with iTunes over there to rate and review, getting other podcasters and guests on to do it. No problem. But getting the average listener on can be a real struggle sometimes. So I would love to see that simplified. Okay. Now, also, because of all the kind of work you do and, and how you got into this, like, are you a big consumer of podcasts? Are there favorite shows that, like, you just, you, you can't wait till the new episode drops each week? Uh, most of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, a lot. That's yeah, a, lot a lot of podcasting. I think I'm subscribed to, like, 60 or 70 of them right now. I think 68 last time do I you, checked. Do you listen in, like, one and a half or two X speed to consume more than one? No, I, I toss on my headphones just before bed. And if I'm not in the mood to read, I will listen to podcasts until I fall asleep. Um, a few that I would really love to mention. Um, of course, I'm, please. I'm really loving Life Unsettled by Thomas O'Grady. He that is one. a potential future guest here on Pot Up. Oh, please do. Please do. And then send him my way. <laughs> because I love the short uh, format of his podcast. And it's always chocked full of value. He doesn't. It, it feels like if you waste time to take a breath, you're going to miss something. But he's got such a casual, low-key um, approach to the way he does his show that even though you're learning a lot, it doesn't feel stressful or strenuous. It doesn't feel like you're not, you're not consuming. You know, it, Whereas some podcasts, I find that they're just trying to cram too much info down your throat all at once. I find Thomas is an amazing um, approach. Uh, the other one that I re- I've been really enjoying is Juggernaut Entrepreneur. The host's name is Jeremy Henderson. Uh, it's a three times a week show. The first two, I think it's Mondays and Wednesdays, I believe it is. He does interviews with entrepreneurs who are all about like scaling and growing businesses, uh, networking, all that stuff. The stuff that I really need to hear. And then on Fridays, he does um, a solo show where he answers listeners' questions. And I really dig that format. If I, you know, if I wasn't working too two jobs at the moment, I would probably adopt that format because I really love it. Nice. All right. So now, like you said, you, you consider yourself still sort of a new podcaster, you know, kind of new to the game, but you're doing a great job. You've already put out close to 30 episodes. Um, maybe even more if you're, if I'm misadding and not counting the motivational minutes. Um, but I mean, you, you're clearly been doing this for a while and, and you know, obviously someone, people like what you're doing because you're going to be on a radio station with 26 episodes. So, what is the advice that you would give to the next person who is thinking about podcasting or just started their podcast? You know, what are some of the mistakes of yours that they can learn from? I have a few, actually. Um, oh, please. One, as many as you can give. <laughs> one is if you can find yourself a mentor within your price range who still offers quality work, 
um, be it if, if they're offering up, you know, info for free or they've got a group coaching program or a one-on-one coaching program, I say jump, take it, you know, ask questions, use that opportunity to, to learn from their mistakes and avoid any hurdles or pitfalls that you might uh, run into and that'll snag you up because anything that pushes back the release of your content and the release of your podcast, that's an enemy. You don't, you don't want to push back your, your content. You don't want to push back your release. You want, if you don't release it, no one will hear it. No one will know what you have to say. So I would definitely say that getting someone who knows the ropes to show you the ropes is so valuable. Um, another piece of advice that has helped me out a lot is network, 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 network. Online, make a ton of friends, contribute to online communities. If people like your stuff, shoot them a friend request. How are you doing? You know, I noticed you liked my stuff on Facebook or Twitter or what have you. I'd love to connect, get to know you, see what you're up to, see what, you know, what, how we can help each other. And I find that that's opened up a lot of doors, not only to amazing guests, but listeners and also clients for, uh, for my coaching program. So, I mean, there's a lot of different ways that you can attract um, listeners, business, guests. But the number one thing is just getting yourself out there and having confidence, having the confidence to talk about what you do. And in, in full disclosure, that is exactly how Scott got himself on here. He posted something. I responded because, again, it was about the radio thing, and I was really happy for him. I was like, that is awesome, and it spoke to something I was doing. And right away, he sent a friend request, and we started chatting, and, and boom, here he is. Um, that being said, don't be a creep. You know, there's, there's a, <laughs> yeah, there's yeah, a yeah. polite way to do it and a not so, don't just friend everybody because then, you know, you'll get a bad reputation. But, yeah, you're spot on with that. And, and what was the last piece of advice we're going to give? The last piece I would definitely say is, is just have confidence in what you're doing. Um, there are people out there, like when I first started this, I'm, I'm a naturally nervous person. And when I first started this, I was so scared. You don't that, sound like it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I took a cold shower before this interview. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's one of those things where with, with me, I have to really overcome stage fright every time I get on the stage is like the first time. Every new interview I'm about to go into or every new guest I'm about to interview, I get nervous and scared. Um, just an example, I had Jonathan Rivera come on the show and I was having so much te- technical difficulties that I lost the interview and panic. My God, was I ever nervous. And uh, he was so cool with it that I realized that I stressed myself out for nothing. So, you know, having the confidence in what you're doing is really important because if, if you're letting these nerves and these fears hold you back, you're not going to get your message out there. And the reason why you even have this message is to help people, you know, to have people learn from you. So you've, you've got to have confidence and you've got to be, be ready to hear, you know, criticisms and advice. But at the same time, you're going to have people telling you what a good idea it is and how brilliant you are for coming up with it. So you've got to take the good with the bad, um, develop your confidence, get out there and network like crazy. Great advice. Everyone listening, take note. Everything Scott just said, 100% on point. And, and is, it echoes what a lot of the previous guests have said on Pod Up. So again, really, really happy that we've had Scott Doucette, youth speaker, podcaster, blogger, motivational speaker, just a guy hustling and working and, and doing it the best way possible to get himself to to make a name for himself make some money in the process and just give again giving back wherever he can once again check out his stuff edgemotivation.com the edge dash education podcast again the word edge like a cliff's edge 
Education Podcast or find them on the website and follow them on Twitter at Edge Motivation. Scott, I want to thank you again for re- just seriously thank you so much for taking time to come on and uh, best of luck to you. We, we hope to have you on again soon. Thank you so much. I'd love to come back on and chat and uh, I, I always appreciate opportunities to get on shows like this. I love it. Thank you. See, it's, it's really that easy. You put yourself out there. You are willing to give of yourself and your time. You are passionate about what you do. And if you can master those three things, there's just no reason why your project can't grow. Whether that's a podcast, a blog, or, or anything else you really put your mind to. If you can do those three things, there's no reason you can't be a success. Scott was an awesome guest with a great great bit of advice and a great story. I hope you'll follow him and check out a show because you're just going to get more amazing motivation from Scott and the crew over there. So once again, it's the edge education podcast. You can find it at edgemotivation.com or search the word edge dash education in iTunes. Follow him on Twitter at edge motivation. And like I said, we'll probably have Scott back on the pod of podcast in the near future. Now, as a quick reminder, before we sign off here, please check out the daily podcast, the Hillary Barsky show. That's the Hillary Barsky show. If you were listening to it last week, you were like, where's Matthew? Well, I was on assignment, so you didn't get a chance to hear me, but if you follow me on Twitter, you saw what I was doing. I was, I was podcasting for an entire week out of advertising week. And uh, of course it, in light of Scott's news, if you do live in the greater Princeton region and you have access to 920 The Voice, check out the Hillary Barsky show. It shows up on Wednesdays at 1 o'clock and Sundays at 9.30. And of course, thank you again for tuning into this episode of the Pot Up Podcast. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Pot Up Podcast. Subscribe to the Pot Up Podcast on iTunes or Stitcher or check it out on SoundCloud and go to potuppodcast.com. And if you are getting into podcasting, recently launched a podcast, or talking about some new services or ideas or technology to help the podcasting community, I would love to have you on the show. Feel free to contact me through the Twitter handle above. Go to my production website, mpassyproductions.com. Look forward to hearing from you. Thanks as always for listening and pot up, everybody. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.